DC, uh, outside of the outskirts of DC this time around. We got the home, home studios going. Uh, Shohei Otani's killing me tonight. Astros up 5-0 on the Angels. That Angels money line is looking dead in the water, my friend, Sean. Hey, at least he's unique. The most unique player in all of sports right now, yeah, according to you. Yes, uh, I, I, I hope social. I think it's Jen tonight on social. I hope that my Shohei Otani and my Trevor Lawrence rants make it out because um, I need to make sure that everybody sees that I've had to control Sean tonight, who is completely out of his mind and thinks that Nikola Jokic is more of a unique player than Shohei Otani and that Trevor Lawrence has no shot of turning the Jags into a contender. So those two things, please, I'd like to see them out there so I can show the world that Sean Levine is the crazy person and it's not me. No, I'm nuts, but you're crazy. Look, (laughs) Jokic is the most unique (laughs) basketball player that's ever picked up a ball. And you could argue that Patrick Mahomes is the most unique football player. We've seen Babe Ruth. I know it's been a minute. I know if you have to go back to Babe Ruth to make the comparison, maybe it kind of makes your point. I'm just saying, it's not like Otani has no competition. Burlow, please, please help me out with this. Dylan says that Babe Ruth is a myth, first off, which I've heard that before, too. That may be very much true. I know Shoei Otani's not a myth, Burlow. Tell me you're on my side with this. Tell me that you see my logic in this. It would be different if Shohei Otani just happened to pitch and just happened to hit but he's one of the best in the league at both and that's why I think he has to be the most unique of all time you bullied him into it thank you I you bullied him into <laughs> thank you. I, I don't bully Burlow it's the brotherhood of the first that, name though there you go right come on if your name is Nick you're always smart and logical every time and clearly I'm all of those things Sean I'm very logical I thought it was Nicholas whatever all right you're you're wrong but that's fine <laughs> All right, it's Fake News Friday, Burlow. What you got for us? Let's go to the NFL and talk a little bit about the greatest free agent on the market right now, and that's arguably DeAndre Hopkins, one week after being released from the Arizona Cardinals. True story or fake news, Hopkins is still a number one receiver on most NFL teams. You know, I hate to say this, Sean, but I think I'm going to say fake news. I think he's a number two. I think he's a really good receiver still, but he's on. He's now hit that 30 mark. And once guys get there, you start to see the numbers drop. You start to see the production drop. Now, it's not that way necessarily for every receiver, but I like if he was if he was a number one receiver on most teams. Don't we think at this point now there would have not just him being signed, but somebody would have traded for him so he didn't hit the open market. I think DeAndre Hopkins still has a lot left in the tank. If he's there with you guys in Kansas City, going to put up some big numbers. Uh, He would do that in Buffalo. He would do it in Baltimore or wherever he ends up going. But I just don't know. if, Like, if he's the number one on the depth chart for a team, it's because the receiving core is just not very good. So he's kind of there by default as opposed to you throw him in. Like, he wouldn't be number one in Buffalo, right? That's Stephon Diggs. So it's kind of more of a situation where he is, which I get the whole uh, on most teams, but I think it's only on a few teams that he would be the number one receiver. I'm with you there. It depends on where he ends up, but I think most likely he's going to end up on a really good team with a really good quarterback because that's that's where he's going to talk himself into playing. When you're a free agent, that's what you can do. And he gave us his list. He said, I'd be cool with Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts or Lamar. Of course, those are the who's who. No surprise there. He didn't say Trevor Lawrence, though, did he? We'll get into that a little bit later. But what I'm saying is, 
we don't we don't really know. When we were saying this a couple of segments ago about Aaron Rodgers, and I asked you, are you sure that he's not that guy from a couple of years ago? When he was healthy, the last time he played a full season, DeAndre Hopkins had 1,400 yards and six touchdowns. And he was amongst, if not the best wide receiver in the league, the last time that he was completely healthy. And I get it. Now he's 31 years old. We don't know what team he's going to play for. But to answer your question, I do think he's a number one wide receiver, especially, let's say that, I think the team that needs him the most is Baltimore. If he goes to Baltimore, all this Odell Beckham talk, you want to talk about a guy that's not a number one wide receiver and hasn't been for, I don't know, five, six years? It's that guy. DeAndre Hopkins, if he's happy and he's healthy, I think he's still a number one. Do you think, do you think though, that a team would have traded for him if they really thought he could be a number one receiver? Like, this is what I'm hung up on, Burlow. Don't we think that... Like, if he was that valuable still, like, looked at as a true number one, like, this guy's going to be... And again, I hate this because it sounds like I'm watering down the talent that he still is. But they couldn't get a trade for this guy. If a team really wanted him and saw him as that guy, you're not going to let him risk going on the free agent market and picking wherever he goes. You're going to make that trade, give up a even a third-round pick, and go and get him. The number, it's the cap hit. I mean, he was making... And really, Arizona's the one who got on the hook for this one so much money that I think that's why they had a problem finding a dance partner it wasn't somebody didn't think maybe he could nobody thinks that this is going to be Randy Moss when he went you know from Oakland to the Patriots and went out there and had what do you have that year I want to say he had 27 touchdowns is that crazy I think Randy Moss Uh, had 27 his first year in New England well he that was the year that was the year Tom Brady broke the touchdown record right when he had 50 so yeah I think it was something like 27 I don't think DeAndre Hopkins is going to have 27 touchdowns no matter where he goes, but I do think if he goes to the right spot, he could turn back into a top 10, 12 wide receiver as soon as next year. And I would also add to that, I mean, Sean mentioned that the cap number was there. I think every other team looked at it and said, well, Arizona's not going to keep him for the season. So, yeah, we could risk him going to the free agent market, and because it's so late in the summer, they're like, we already have our team. If we get to add DeAndre Hopkins, it's just icing on the cake. If we don't get him, then we already have the guys we were getting ready to go into OTAs with. What do you guys think is the best fit for him? Where do you think he ends up? Because I'm here in Cleveland. That's been thrown around a lot. I think that's a good fit for him just because he has the chemistry with Deshaun Watson. Uh, I think Baltimore, just because they might want to add another weapon and they could probably use another receiver. That And then he might be a number one when he's there. Those are two teams that really stand out to me. 23 is what Randy Moss had. 23 touchdowns 23, uh, yeah. back in 2007, Close. the year that Brady had the record. Yeah, I, the thing about the Chiefs is once they let Tyree Kill walk and then won the Super Bowl, I almost think that in a weird, twisted, taboo way – they kind of like not having a number one wide receiver. Like, as long as yeah. we have Kelsey and we have Mahomes, we don't need to have that <laughs> dude. We can turn whoever you are into a guy that goes out there, Valdez, Scantler, whoever, into a pretty good wide receiver. So I don't know if he would be necessarily thrilled in Kansas City the same way it seems on the surface. Like, I think he needs to go somewhere mm. like Baltimore where he's going to maybe take a really good team to being great or a team like Buffalo where he could take a really good team to the next level. In Kansas City, yeah, you might go out there and win a Super Bowl. They're the bet MGM favorite right now at six and a half to one odds. But I think if you're looking to have a good individual season and maybe raise your stock going forward, probably Baltimore's the best landing spot. 
I would argue and say Detroit in that aspect just because it's a fast track Detroit up there. Too. And Detroit, you're playing in the NFC. You have Amon Ross St. Brown, so you don't have to feel the pressure of being the number one guy out there. And, you know, they like to throw the ball up there in Detroit a lot. Jared Goff had a great season last year. Is he going to have another one this year? I wouldn't put my money on it, but to get DeAndre Hopkins would also lean towards him potentially being able to repeat another good season for Detroit. And Jamison Williams is suspended for what? Is it the first four or the six first six games? games? Like, six yeah, games. so they could, they could use another receiver. They, I mean, the guy was hurt before last. Well, they drafted him knowing he wasn't going to be ready, but now he's suspended. <laughs> they, they haven't had a chance to get a guy out that they thought was really could have been and may still be the best receiver in that class from last year. You know who that would be a really good look for? The Lions, like you said. Like, if they could actually pull that off, producer Nick, yeah, like you're talking yeah. about, man, yep. what a good look because the other teams – if he chooses the Lions over Buffalo, Kansas City, Baltimore, Philadelphia, Detroit's got to feel like, all right, maybe free agents yep. are going to start to come here. Maybe the betting public should believe in us at 30-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl and plus 130 to win the division. Because right now I look at the Lions and I'm like, not even like the Nuggets. It's different. I know the Nuggets haven't done it until now. Yep. We want them to prove it. But the Lions are a special case of having done it in a long time. So I'm not putting any money on them for a while. But if they can get Hopkins, that says a lot. Free agent moves like that do give your organization credibility. I remember years ago when the Nationals signed Jason Worth, and they way overpaid. It was like $125 million. It was considered way too much from Philly. And the Nats were still, like, just building. They, they were nothing. But that said, oh, they're aggressive and they're going to be serious. And then, obviously, the rest is, is history there. But it, it, does, it does make a difference to go, oh, okay, so somebody like D-Hop's willing to go play there. That means something. When the Rams won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, they did it by and large on buying a bunch of free agents, and one saw a guy go yeah. there, and the next guy saw a guy go there, yeah. and then all of a sudden, it yeah. becomes a downpour, and next thing you know, you got a Super Bowl ring. Now, you might suck for the next few years, like the Rams, but it's probably worth it. Yeah. Two teams that don't have to really worry about finding free agents, because free agents just want to go and play with these quarterbacks. It's the Bengals. And it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, they just happen to be the co-favorites right now at BetMGM to win the NFL MVP award next season. True story or fake news, Burrow is more likely to win the AFC than win the MVP award in 2023. I'm going to let the Chiefs fan go first on this one. Well, you confuse me because I'm not that smart with all that. Should be, shouldn't be. But I can tell you this much. It's fake news if anybody thinks that Patrick Mahomes is not going to go to the, like Joe Burrow. Here's the thing about Joe Burrow. I feel like people think that I'm disrespectful and I'm in this Chiefs bubble and I'm a homer and I'm maybe I'm all these things. Maybe I'm all these things, Nick. But let me but, but hear me out. There's clear separation between Patrick Mahomes and whoever you think is the second best quarterback in the NFL. And maybe you think it's Joe Burrow. Yes. Yes. Maybe you think it's Jalen Hurts. But even though Jalen Hurts had a 10-point lead in the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes, guess what city had the Super Bowl parade? KC, I know it because I was there. Even though Joe Burrow <laughs> beat Kansas City at the crib in the regular season, in Cincinnati in the regular season, in the postseason, they didn't go on to win the Super Bowl. Last time I checked, Mahomes has two of those things, and he knocked him out of the playoffs a year ago. So I was confused by the question, but I'll tell you this much. The gap between Patrick Mahomes and whoever you think is the next best quarterback, if it's Joe Burrow, is ginormous. We can argue 
Is Joe Burrow the second best? Is it Josh Allen? Is it Jalen Hurts? But the gap between one and two is significantly bigger than two, three, four, five, and all the rest of the list. Yeah, I'd have to go fake news on this only because I still, as much as I love the Bengals and Joe Burrow, I, I, I just think the Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl again. I, I really do because they're the one team that's equipped to really already having the experience go through the gauntlet of the AFC, go through a division. I think other than the Raiders, it's going to be better. We thought the AFC West was going to be the best division in football. It wasn't, but actually now could be a little bit better this year. I, I think Burrow actually is the MVP this season. You know, he's kind of climbed up. He's he's progressed, and it's not as much in in the NFL as it is in the NBA where it's like the next guy up. Lamar Jackson won it his first year as a starter. But this just feels like Joe Burrow's year to get that MVP, but then maybe he falls short in the AFC Championship game. Although, he could fall short to my Jags, Sean, in the AFC Championship game. So, uh, it may, your, your Chiefs may not even get that far this year. I think you're getting a little excited, although you are talking me into putting some money down on the Jags. The thing about Mahomes, yeah. I know we were talking about MVP, and you could argue they like to give it to the new blood, so maybe if they're similar stats, he does end up winning. It's a regular season award, so who knows. But I, I, I will say, with Patrick Mahomes, if you think about it, and everybody knows how great he is. He's on commercials everywhere. He is the dude. He is the best quarterback. But I still think somehow he's a little bit underrated. Just hear me out for a minute. So he's been the chief starter for five years. He's hosted five AFC Championship games. And three of those times, he's gone on to go to the Super Bowl. He's won two of those. The one that he lost, he had a terrible offensive line. So I kind of even throw that one out. And those other two times, he lost to Joe Burrow, who's probably going to end up in the Hall of Fame in overtime. And he lost to Tom Brady, who's the best quarterback of all time, in overtime in both those AFC Championship games. So let's not pretend like they aren't really close to winning five Super Bowls in a row for his first five years. I know it's crazy. As much as we talk about Patrick Mahomes, it's almost like we probably don't do it enough. Am I making you sick right now? Am I making you sick? Did you puke oh, in your mouth? Fall asleep. Am you're I making wrong? Me fall asleep. You know, Am if the aliens came down and they only abducted three of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and then you could get rid of this offensive lineman here, and, you know, if, it, uh, if the wind had only blown this way, then the Chiefs would have won all five Super Bowls by an average of 21 points. You all just right, have to have 10,000 right. different things come Nick. together. Nick. I mean, come Nick. on. It's, all it's, right. Look, man, you got two Super Bowls. Super Bowls. I, I, over under, I'm over under five and a half. The, How many does he win in his career? Does he get to six? Does he get to Jordan? Does he get to Brady? I think I, no, I, I think I take the under because you still have a lot of other really, really good quarterbacks in the AFC. I bet he gets. I know there, you hate dude. to hear it. We'll talk about You're it. Not going to win every years. year. We'll be I old would, men. I would take the under this. five and a half. I'll take the under Overs. five and a half. He gets. Seven. I think that's fair. Well, well, you know, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, <laughs> not seven. That was. Man, let me tell you something. That was great lawyer speak by you to just wander through that and find a way to say you should have won all five Super Bowls. Good Lord. Bet him jam the night.